welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me a Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is, you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep blocktalk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaternow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Drag Race Espana is back, and hopefully this time with more incredible music. Anyone want to do over lip sync of Mocha Trees? Just me? Okay. Twelve new reinas are hitting the stage in hopes of being crowned Spain's next drag superstar. So who will it be? It's time to preview the brand new season. And joining me to help me through my awful pronunciations, it's Amanda Massacre and just JP. Hello! Hi! Hello! I love Mocha Trees. I just... (laughs) <laughs> that lip sync I need two people to lip sync it yeah that would have been interesting right it really is a shame she was just Screw like you auntie own. no auntie's fabulous though I just I, I get it fine whatever diva <laughs> well welcome to the show we are here to preview Drag Race Espana 2 um, I'm very excited because I thought season 1 was pretty damn good what did you both think of season one? Oh, season one, one of the seasons that I've enjoyed the most in a while. Um, and I will be honest, uh, it's a big part of it is because of watching Drag Race in Spanish. Uh, was yeah. Pretty enjoyable. Um, and looking at my friends reading the subtitles and me understanding the context was also very enjoyable they were like why was that so funny and I'm like you wouldn't understand <laughs> yeah that that literally I think was me and Amanda the entire time me texting her being like mm-hmm. what am I missing why is Carmen Ferrala have a bunch of bananas in her mouth I don't get it It's just one of those things, I think, uh, for a lot of the Latin Hispanic community, dry community, it was some sort of representation, even though Mm. we're not, you know, from Spain. It's so, you know, to JP's point, seeing it in our language, it was just amazing. Even if there's little jargon or here and there that, like, I can't relate to because the colloquialism in Colombia is very different than it is in Spain. But it was still amazing to not actually need subtitles. It was just, I don't know. Not to mention the talent was just like off the charts. So, um, one, give me one name. Your favorite from season one was Poopy Poison. <laughs> Amanda, I love Poopy, but I'm really happy with our winner. I think Carmen Ferrara is just chef's kiss, like all around, mm-hmm. and I still think about that finale lip sync all the fucking time. And anytime I feel like watching it, I start crying all over again. Like it was the first time I saw it. Yeah, I mean, I 
You go ahead. Incredible. It was one of the best reveals since Sasha's. It was mm-hmm. incredible. Really good. Well, I'm excited for this season, but mostly also because we know that there's a rumored um, um, Drag Race versus the World potentially coming up, and I'm sure someone from season one will be pulled. Which one will it be? I don't know. I have a prediction to doubt it too. Um, I think it's either going to be Arancha or it's going to be Sagittaria. Um, really, it's going to go come down to who speaks English better. Um, let's be real. This is Wow Presents. That's why Janie Jacquet was on. Um, but I'm very excited for this cast, even though this photo shoot, they did them dirty. <laughs> dirty. This is terrible. You think so? It's this not isn't by it? far is it one really? of the... It is one of the worst photo shoots in Drag Race history. This color combo is god-awful. Um, that being said, the Meet the Queens videos were sick. Very pretty. Yeah, I am looking at the photos right now, and I don't mind it. It's very, like, um, first day of school getting a new pack of highlighters realness. Yeah, and I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, there, there I didn't choices. mind it either. I didn't, you know, you you messaged me that too, and I was like, "What are, you, are we looking at the same photos?" Because I didn't mind well, it so much either. Well, when we get to the two boot portions of the each queen, uh, the audience had some feelings too, so we will discuss. But we got some facts. We got to get through the facts before we get to the queens. First off, Drag Race Espanol Two is set to premiere on March 27th on Wow Presents Plus and. Atreus Player Premium in Spain. The show will be hosted once again by Spanish drag superstar Supreme Deluxe, and she'll be joined by Javier Ambrosi, Javier Calo, and Anna Locking. I hope Anna Locking does better this time. She's she she's at least in, had a season to learn what drag is. She, yeah. She, <laughs> she, some of the things that came out of her mouth was um, questionable. But the hobbies are great, right? We love the hobbies. Oh, I love them. I think they're so like, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I didn't actually have too much of a problem with Anna either. I think all of them together were just they're really fun. Yeah. They're a great fit and just a little refreshing. I guess they seem much more genuine. I think I mentioned this last time. They seem much more genuine than like what we're used to on like Drag Race to US. Yeah. I have a controversial opinion because I prefer Anna over the hobbies. Oh, tell me why. I think that Anna brings, I feel like, yes, I feel like Anna brings uh, a fresh perspective. I appreciated how she understood through the season what drag is to the point that she finished the season in drag. Right. And yeah, I I think that um, the most excited to see her evolution as a host, uh, as a host, no, her evolution as a judge and um, I'm excited for Supreme to to host again. I mean, she almost won the Block Talk end of the year Drag Race Awards for best host. It was very close. Um, she ended up in third behind uh, Brooklyn and RuPaul. Um, but yeah, <laughs> very, very close, very close. Joining the panel for episode one is international superstar Gloria Trevi. Who wants to talk about her? Tell us about her. Go ahead, JP. <laughs> okay, I love Gloria Trevi. Gloria Trevi is a gay icon, is a uh, LGBTQ plus icon. She has a trouble past. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think that 
we can take both and consider both. You know what I mean? I think that she uh, has amazing songs. She has one of the most lip sync songs, I believe, uh, in any of our uh, LGBT Q plus clubs in Latin America. I can't sing it because of copyright. Um, <laughs> such an amazing song. So I'm very excited. Do you this think song. it'll be used? Will that be the song that's used for her? They have to lip sync to it. Better. They it better. It better be. They have to. It's going to be really cool to see that first lip sync. If they don't, it's fine. She has many other iconic songs like. Um, uh, me gusta andar de pelo suel. Yeah, it's su such such that, a good repertoire. I was, that was the that was the track I was thinking of. If they don't use the other one, it has to be that one. Like that's the one I grew up on. Like my mom would hear me like blasting that, and she was like, "Turn that shit off." It was like <laughs> it's one of those like, "What are you listening to this this stuff for?" You know, and it was like, "Yeah," because you know that's what happens. It's too iconic for the house. Now I'll like say, yeah, go ahead. She had a great career back in uh, Mexico before going to exile. Let's call it that yep. way. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, and then she she came back and that when that song came out, um, I didn't really know her from before because I was too young of a kid. I am uh, uh, from 1991. So I just missed uh trevi before going to prison in brazil mm -hmm. but then she came out with that song and how amazing it made me feel and yeah i'm very excited well we'll save all the details on her life history for the first episode because yeah. uh, i have um privilege and frida culo as my guest and frida is a huge fan yeah, but she's uh, so Mexican, I, so I know she's, she's, so she's very she excited to talk about her. Uh, so <laughs> we'll, we'll save all those details. But what are you excited to see for this season? What do you want to see? I know I'm, I would like to see another brilliant art runway. We kind of got that on Drag Race vs. the World. Uh, they tried, was not up to par. Um, let's not forget that Monique Hart did a really poor um, interpretation of what Sagittarius did better. Um, but yeah, that was, I, I loved how much culture they brought to the runway. That's what I want to see. I want more of that. All the shows need to do that. Agreed. I think that that and, um, night of a thousand, whoever I'm waiting for that challenge because there's a lot of name it. <sighs> I we got two last year. Yes. Yes, we did. And honestly, I wouldn't even mind if they did those again, because come on now between, La Veneno and Rosalia, like there's so many more looks I could have been tapped into. Like shit, give that to me again. I wouldn't even mind. I'd still live. Truly. JP, what do you want to see? I I want to see more. I want to see um I want to see more outrageous drag. And I am really hoping uh that some of the people that I hope are gonna make it far, are gonna make it far. Cause I get really good vibes from some people in the looks department. And um, I'm also excited for a bearded contestant. Uh, as yeah. Well. So we'll see if they fare better than Madame Madness and remind me of uh, Italian. Dragos Holland. 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 Dra uh, Dragos Holland one. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we, we'll get to our predictions, and it's a great segue. Um, we're going to go through the cast from what we predict as worst to first. We each did our predictions separately. Um, I've combined their numbers, and this is the order we're going to get. Uh, some of us will be happy with some placements. Some of us will be upset, I'm sure. Um, and some of us are very much on the same page with certain people. Um, and that's what's exciting. It's very exciting to, to reveal this. And listeners, I hope you agree and, and disagree, and maybe... Maybe, maybe our predictions are going to be wrong. That's the beauty of drag. You know, no one's ever right, right? Yeah. We'll see. I can't wait. Um, so tell me, who is on number 12? Number 12. Um, she's 35. She's the Macarena's drag mother. It's Samantha Barantines. Um, Wow. What the fuck is she wearing? We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Uh, she is campy, and that is her biggest strength. Her name comes from Samantha Jones from Sex and City and Valentines because she likes Valentines. She's beautiful, but not all there in the head. Her videos went viral during COVID, and she has performed at going away parties, communions, but not at a funeral yet. That is her dream. Uh, JP, let's start off with you. What do you think of Samantha? So when she said that um, she had been compared many a times with Christina Aguilera, I already <laughs> knew that um, I already knew that people lie to her often. And <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not um, I'm not so excited. I ragged her quite low on my ranking and I I don't know. I want to be nice and say, I hope she proves me wrong, but then I see her nose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amanda, what do you, what do you think? Um, she was pretty low for me too. Um, I, aside from the clear delusion, I just, um, I, I don't, I don't think she's ready for, for this, for this kind of stage yet just based on the look she's presenting here, just based on sort of like the research I did on my own and looking at her feed and looking what she's up to. I maybe season three, I guess is what I would have said. And I'll leave it at that. So I, I couldn't, I had her 11, man, I had 11 GP at 10. Um, I could not put her at 12 simply because she is the Macarena's drag mother. And that was just right. terrible to that house if they both went out first. Right. Right. Um, but I, I like to do a burning question for each contestant. And this is my burning question. And I apologize for everyone I'm about to insult. She looks like she's at Drag Wars New York City for the first time and none of her friends showed up to support her or tell her how bad she looked. First impressions are important. Is she just feeling us? And is she really a superstar? Let's talk about this look. Um, she's not since there's no body to her. It is literally a gown you probably get from the, the, the dollar store. The most expensive part about her is the, the jewels and the hair, which I don't even know how she afforded to, to get, but it's the, it's the mug. It's, it, it, I guess she's campy, but I, I, I can't, I've got nothing. I got nothing. Boo. I'll tell you what, they like definitely edited the shit out of the promo photo because if you look at the Meet the Queens, I was like, oh, yeah. there is a, it's definitely that like on off switch effect, <laughs> which yes. I, I hate to be so cruel about it because fuck, like uh, my drag's not even the best. But it's like, again, for this type of stage, you just really expect much, much more. And I just, you can be camp 
but that doesn't excuse this kind of like half-ass attempt. Her dress does not hit the ground and she's wearing black pumps. Yeah. JP, help me out here. I think that, I think that um, I didn't, I didn't mind the outfit. It was not that offensive to me. Um, just in general, I feel the theme of the season is confidence. I feel like all yeah. of these performers are coming in with loads and loads of confidence, loads and loads <laughs> and loads of confidence. <laughs> and um, I really hope that... Um, so before I get to critiquing her, I really hope that we see a first episode in which nobody goes home. And I know that's like the trend nowadays on Drag Race, but I really hope we get at least two episodes where we can see everybody's drag. Um, I think this was not my favorite outfit. I hope that she has better outfits in her suitcases. Otherwise, <laughs> she won't need to yeah. Those suitcases. Yeah, that's my fear. That's my fear. Um, it's a boot for me. Boots. Yeah, I will boot it too. Audience, thirteen percent toot, eighty-seven percent boot. <gasps> Samantha, good luck. Good luck. Damn. Prove us wrong. <laughs> Samantha. All right. Well, next up at eleven, it's the baby Jota Carajota. Um. She comes from Madrid, currently. Her name comes from her real name, Juan Jose. Being 18 at the time of filming, she is currently the youngest contestant of the Drag Race franchise. Um, she says she is from Jerez, where they eat potatoes whole. So someone please explain that, because that sounds disgusting. Um, she says that her drag is neo-folkloric, which I'm very confused by. Um, her strengths are comedy and humor. Her weak points are strutting, singing, and dancing. Amanda, what's going to happen? <sighs> so here's another one. I voted her right above uh, Samantha. <laughs> She'll stay a week later than Samantha, in my opinion. Um, you know, it's one of those things where I want to have faith because she's young, because I know a lot of the people that I know that are like half my age are like brilliant rising stars and the future of drag. At the same time, I think it plays against her because she can't have, how much experience can she possibly have? Sure. Is she just going to be a look queen? Is she like, how much can she potentially offer the franchise if she, you know, at such a young age. Again, here's another one that I don't think necessarily was ready. I mean, Georges was born to do drag, according to RuPaul. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I mean, my like, little, I just... My little baby pocket twink. I, I don't know. And I, don't, I honestly don't know. I mean, I, I didn't mind her entrance look. And I feel like she probably, like the kids I know, has a lot going for her. I think she probably has a lot of things, but she'll probably have like a George's moment where a lot of it might be just like, she's not ready mentally. Yeah. You can bring all the goods and the suitcases of the looks and the hair and everything because you know, you can, cause you're an amazing, you know, artist, but are you going to be an amazing performer? Are you going to be confident? You know, to JP's point, it's like, if you're not going to show me the confidence, like, you know, then what are we doing? JP, what do you think about Jota? Yeah, I think uh, I love her look. I 
will go on record uh, ahead of time and say that I think it's a complete toot. I love the look. I love the pants and the frilly um, off the shoulder bit. I love the hair. I love the makeup. It was the moment that she started talking that a lot of question marks uh, started to appear in my head revolving around uh, my beautiful head of hair um, uh, that is right now in a bun. <laughs> I don't know if uh, she is, uh, if she has Romani uh, family, but she uses a word uh, that I was like, I don't know if she should be using that word um right. uh g-y-s g-y-p-s g-y-p-s-y in english uh mm. again it's a slur um i don't know the context in spain um i don't know again i have to remind myself that i only have the context of the united states uh where i live and el salvador where i grew up so i don't know i have to give her the benefit of the doubt however sure. i was a little put off and um my cat is standing in front of my light get off my light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i i mean i'm intrigued by her i i'm excited um it was the neo-folkloric i was like okay we're, we're you're just making up words or is that a gen z thing that i just really don't know so um can we break that down because neo yes, please neo means new mm -hmm. and folkloric means of the um, you know, regional culture, like pre-colonization of your, you know, uh, of your land for folklore, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's, mm -hmm. right. And if, who does that but Inti? Inti is neo-folkloric, you know? And yeah. I can, and I see like the, the, the influences on that and how that word actually applies to her drag, uh, their drag. Uh, I don't know about Jota. As somebody who likes, who has a jota, I don't know about her. I really don't. I mean, I, when when she used the word folklore, I was like, is this just more of a reference to Taylor Swift? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Re really not sure what's going on. <laughs> or but Nelly Fortano. Nelly Fortano. That is true. This look I like. I like the, the pants are very Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, uh, which you never see a young drag artist pull out, which I'm always here for. Um, the colors are great. It's a great fit on her. Um, she, she's got a great mug. I like the hair. I, I have no problem with this look. I like it. Amanda, what are you, you going to put it or toot it? I'm going to toot it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to toot it too. I think she looks great. And, you know, now and as, as I stare at the picture, maybe she just means like when, when it's like folkloric. I, I know she doesn't necessarily mean this. I, I wouldn't hope so. But she's just kind of looks a little older than she is and maybe that's what it is like you know you're kind of presenting you know in the nostalgia someone older your drag persona yeah. might be just an older character uh which is absolutely fine uh but yeah no toot on this look I think all around head to toe I like the audience 63% toot 37% boot very mixed now my question of the season for her is she is young but has polished will her age be her downfall We'll see. We'll find out. We'll see. All right. Number 10. Are we ready? Ooh, yes. Hit me. It's the bitch herself, Marisa Parisa. Uh, she is 28 years old. 
She works for her dad's fish selling business so she can clean and prepare a fish. She's been doing drag for three years, starting at a party. Uh, she can sew and calls herself the Cinderella of season two. Um, now, for those who listen to me recap season one of Drag Race España, you know that I do not like bitches. Uh, Jovima, not my favorite. This is why I had Marisa's 12. I do not want that attitude on my screen. Please go away. Um, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. After Jovima, af- listen, listen, after she just, just stood there. Mm-mm. Nope, nope, nope. Uh-uh. Not, not, not a fan. Amanda, am I right or wrong? <laughs> um, I had her last as well. Um, so I'm kind of with you. Something about her I really don't like, um, which already, like, I know it's TV, but like the second that you get those unlikable vibes, you kind of know the person's not going to make it that far. Um, and something about, I just, I didn't really see any oomph. So maybe I'm wrong. I hope for her sake, you know, maybe she'll stick around and prove me wrong, but I don't know. I don't, she's I mean, not giving you, it to me. If you ever go back to the Meet the Queens videos, like after the season airs or during the season or whatever, sometimes they put little hints in those videos. Like mm-hmm. season 14 is a uh, very heavy handed. I'm like, Y'all spoil a lot of things this season without us even realizing it. Like they told us Jasmine was going to be the chatty, um, shady one of the season. They they even told us that um, Lady Camden was going to fall. So they they gave us all that here. I feel like that's what's happening with Marisa. I think she came out as a bitch, and they did not have it. And she's like, "This is all I got right now." Sorry, uh, but I did not like her Meet the Queens video. I did not vibe with her. But JP, you did. You had a five. I just think it's so refreshing that a queen and drag race can finally and factually says that she serves fish. <laughs> um, I I love that she's a Bengal queen. I love that she uh the way she talked, I had her fifth on my ranking, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um yeah. I I really liked her. Um, I'm really excited to see what she brings. Um, I think I think it's the bingo. When she mentioned that she's the bingo queen, that to me was like a soft spot. I'm like, okay. Um, you felt somebody, that. <laughs> yeah. Somebody who, if you've ever hosted a bingo, you know that it is basically you talking by yourself for an hour and a half. And yeah. somebody who is able to keep uh, an audience engaged for an hour and a half to me is gonna be due is gonna be due to me is gonna do great in television so i'm excited to see what she brings so my question season for her is she sounds like the drama will the drama get in the way from her competing at her best we'll find out now this look choice <laughs> um i'm not sure i'm quite understanding the look and maybe she didn't understand the assignment aside from the she was told colors and she put them on her body it's not flattering i'm like i have to go and inspect this up close like the 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 the, the center the the purple bud of the 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 leaf like i i don't know what she's trying to be amanda what is she doing it's the tights really, right it's the tights i really really hate this neckline i hate that detail, I hate, I, I, I don't know what, 
she kind of looks like a butthole, which I I guess is like a good thing, but I was like, I don't know. <laughs> that's what she looks like. That's what it looks like. Right? It's like just so weird. Like, what is this? And then it's got this, you know, extension in the back. And then I just, it, from the neck up, like she looks great. And the neon green doesn't even match the green in the gown. BP, what do you think? What, what, what? How can, how can we help her? Um, I love the bow. I like the hair. I like the nails. I like the makeup. I really like it. It's really hard um to pull off something um that has like bare shoulder. It's really, really difficult. Um, um yeah, I. I'm not mad at this. I'm not mad at all. All right. So you're gonna give her a toot or a boot? I'm gonna give her a toot. I think she looks fierce. I'm gonna have a booter. I'm gonna boot. I'm sorry. And I the just audience... don't like hold that much. <laughs> all right. The so audience... Did the audience agree with me or did the audience agree with y'all? The audience went 33% toot, 67% boot. So right in line with us. They don't like holy oh, either. Statistics. <laughs> We stand. All right. Next up, I'm a little shocked by this placement, but I this is because of our rankings and how it just goes. It's Onyx, 33 years old from Madrid. Uh, she is an alien drag queen, kind of like Rita Vega, um, but actually an alien. Uh, she defines her drag as versatile and does drag people doesn't don't expect. She's quirky <laughs> but beautiful. Um, JP, why is Onyx this low? I think she's fun. So I ranked, um, this is ninth place, right? Yes. Ninth. Uh, this is in line with my placement. I yeah. placed for ninth. I think that um, to me, ninth started being the um, the contestants that are that are good, but I, I don't, okay. I don't, I don't feel excitement. It's more of, um, it's more of a, doubt maybe that's the wrong word yeah i'm i'm like i'm like i i want to see what you bring but what i saw in the promo and the way that she uh talked about um her drag wasn't really exciting or inspiring for me um i like the tentacles that were coming out of um her head um yeah and i i like the boots that they are wearing um uh yeah it's cool but it's um <laughs> I, I yeah it's it's eh, it's eh, it's an enthusiastic eh. that's fair now my question this season for her is onyx is conceptual but will beautiful female impersonation win out again on the show amanda where where do you fall with onyx so I have her smack in the middle and specifically based on what you just said, because I think part of me is very, very excited about this type of drag. I'm all about alternative drag. I'm all about, you know, big fuck you to, you know, the traditional standard of beauty in drag. But at the same time, part of me not knowing her is, is it going to be a gimmick? Is it going to be well received by the judges or what is going to happen? You know, is it just going to be these weirdo looks and just that? Or is she going to have a wide range of variety? We don't know. We'll find out. But that's why she was in the middle for me. But she does excite me. I, I, 
I love this. She reminds me of some of the girls I know in Columbia. So maybe that's why I also was excited. She's a little, you know, familiar to me. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see more from her. Now, I, I know it's a, it's a sticky situation for some who, who, who don't like comparing queens to queens, but mm. art is art. You compare art, like, like art to artists to each other. It's, I, I think it's allowed. That being said, I'm definitely getting this mix of Chelsea Boy meets Hugasio. And that's exciting. That's really exciting because they're going to bring something different to the stage. But like we saw last season, sometimes when you think a little too far outside of the box, it does not fit the brief properly. That's my big fear with Onyx. But I kind of like this look. I'm really here for it. It, it kind of looks like it's it's like a um, Neo Star Wars is what the, I'll, I'll say Neo Star Wars. Hmm. I appreciated how she matched uh, the green of her foundation correctly to the green of her body uh -huh. suit. Uh -huh. And I appreciated when she said in the interview, uh, puntos débiles no me suenan, meaning that um, weak points oh, does, not, does not compute. And yeah. I, again, it, to me, it's the season of confidence. I feel like all of these performers are bringing uh, a big amount of confidence and uh being sure of themselves and the package that they're bringing. So I'm excited to see what Onyx has to bring this season. I had Onyx at eight, Amanda at seven, JP at nine. So kind of, we're all on the same level. Yeah. Uh, it just drops her down just a little bit because of we are, we're, we're a little more excited by certain other people. Um, this look for me, it's a two. I'm really here for it. What about you, Amanda? Do you think it's a toot or a boot? I'm, I'm tooting. I am tooting for this. Um, I think, again, I, I really, you mentioned it. I, I mean, I can't believe she matched it so fucking well, the makeup to the, the costume. I mean, that's, that alone says a lot of things about her. So, but yeah, overall, I love. Yeah, I have to toot it as well. Um, the fact that we don't see any skin break, the fact that we see a consistent skin tone, the fact that uh, the tentacles match it, uh, that it's um, uh, shimmery, but not too shimmery. Um, I think it's great. Uh, uh, and then the contour, the purple contour also matches the outfit. It goes all together. Yeah, I think she has a very strong point of view. I hope she's able to translate that to other looks this season. And we'll see if we only see her for one episode or more. The audience, 88% toot, 12% poop. They liked it. Sounds about taste. Right. Taste. Oh, right. Next up, hit record. It's Ariel Wreck. Uh, Ariel comes from The Little Mermaid, while Rec comes from Ariel's career as a YouTuber, which I didn't know. You can actually have a career as a quote-unquote YouTuber. Uh, mm -hmm. She is drag sisters of Killer Queen. She is drag rock and roll. She is the second contestant named Ariel in Drag Race history after Ariel Versace in season 11. Out of drag, she works as a professional photographer and tattoo artist. According to the wiki, she is known for being the first queen to make reviews of Drag Race in Spain. She does drag for the younger generations of the community because she didn't have that at her age. She says her strengths are her creativity and makeup. She can sing as well as Paulina Rubio. And that was a dig to Paulina Rubio. Um, <laughs> my question this season for her is she's got edge, but is that enough to snatch the crown? We all know I adore Killer Queen. Amanda, how will Ariel do? Will she make it to um, the final like her sis? 
yeah, I had her as a finalist. I think she is, if she's anything like killer and it runs in the family, then we are go- we're in for a great season with her. I think from what I saw from the Meet the Queen, she's got a lot of personality, a lot of confidence. I believe her when she says she's ready, you know, for the challenges. Um, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see her. And I think, you know, sometimes we have mixed, you know, uh, things on Drag Race where we have a drag family, you know, and in the after seasons. But sometimes we have like these really fun surprises and everybody makes it to the final as well. And I just, I don't know, something about her says, yes, I will make it to the end. You had her four. I already had her at five. JP, you dropped her all the way down to 11. <laughs> what don't you like about Ariel? Um, I have seen that wig executed better. I have seen that uh, football thing executed better. I have seen that corset executed better. I have seen uh, the outfit underneath the corset, the long sleeves executed <laughs> better. You get where I'm going with this. Um, it's almost like she took two inspirations from uh, season 14 runways for this look. Shoulder pads and chaps. Right. Um, yeah, to me, when I saw her, so she was also the very first person in the Meet the Queens. Um, so, and I have a really good friend of mine, Champagne, that uh, incorporates um, this this look, this, um, uh, how do you call that piece? That Shoulder pads, football shoulder pads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so to me, I'm like, okay, like, I, I, like, I've seen it in person, I've seen it better. Uh, yeah, um, it was not a lasting impression, especially being the first one of the bunch. Mm. Um, I think that it's great that she has a YouTube career. Sure. Um, I kind of like this look. I like the color blocking how she's done it, even though there are a couple versions of colors of, of in the same family. Um, I just love that beat. That mug is insane. I love that mug. Amanda, what do you think? I can't remember what I voted her at the time, but I do, I do agree. I do agree with JP. Like it could have been better, and I've seen it before. And but at the same time, I do think she still looks good. Is it my favorite look? No, but I think I think she looks good. I think she looks okay for what's happening. She certainly looks better than a whole bunch of other people. So absolutely. I love um, how you said, I think she looks good. I think she looks okay. Like, that's a big talk. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. It's a fair look. It's she a has fair the look. colors. She has the colors. She came. She brought something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, she could have been. You know what? As far as we know, maybe they're killer queen hand-me-downs. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you, don't, you don't know. It could have been like, sis, meet up on this. But like, you know, whatever. Like, okay, you get your sister dressing you. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. That's absolutely okay. You're older than killer queen. Oh, well, you know, whatever. I just, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I, I'm tooting. I will give you a toot. I'll give it a toot. I mean, it's not, it's not a do it. not a boot, but if I have to you choose, can... I think I'll have to boot it. 
the audience right in line with this again. 67% to 33% boot. See, I'm here to represent y'all. <laughs> All right. Next up, um, we are very, very divided on this person. Um, they're 31 years old, currently from Madrid, originally from Brussels, Belgium. Uh, it's Jerizy Derkli. Um I have a lot of feelings, but let's discuss. She is transgender. Her drag name is her real name. According to the wiki, she has three kidneys. Um, I don't know what that's about. Her drag is inspired by baby dolls from the 60s and 70s and empowered women. Her drag is a tribute to <laughs> opera and Baroque art. Her strengths are glamour, her voice, and her ass. She sings lyrical, opera, and a mix of electropop. My question of the season, she feels a little lackluster in personality. Will her talent outweigh her personality? I have no confidence. I have her at 10. If Ooh. you look at this group photo behind me, everyone's clustered in, and then she's out in the, in the side. I know she's not the one from, from, from Spain. Maybe that's just part of it. She just doesn't feel like she fits into this cast. And maybe it's the look as well, because she just borrowed the leftovers of uh, Jimbo's finale gown. <laughs> it's literally the same material i am not feeling her whatsoever but amanda you are you had her at two <gasps> i okay so this is only this is not okay my placement has nothing to do with the promo photo let me let me be clear about that one thank you it's, thank you and it thank also has clarifying. nothing to do with the meet the queens great because because with you I completely agree. She is completely like out of it. Like, but it could just, she could just be very soft-spoken. I mean, I'm going to give her, you know, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt that like she's fierce. She's just a very quiet person. And that's possible. You know, sometimes you don't have to be, you know, yes, God, Kiki, you know, okay, girl. Like you don't have to do all that. You don't have to be so in everybody's face. Sometimes it could be a soft-spoken confidence. That's possible. Um, but from what I do know of her, the bitch is popular. She is she she is very popular. She has club club another club very booked and blessed. She I don't know I at, at first I was kind of like wait why is she on this season like I don't know, I guess I got excited it would be a, a new Drag Race franchise to be on <laughs> which may end up happening you never know because I was like. Her feet is all in French. And I'm like, wait, she's Spanish? And then I like dug in. I was like, oh yeah, wait. And then she's trans. From Belgium. Me... Yeah, no, I oh, her, yeah, her, but... and Set, her and Setergine are the two Belgian queens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I was like, oh, well, okay, like work. And then, you know, again, new spinoff. And then I found out she was trans and I got even more excited. I don't know. There's something like, again, not related at all to the promo. Not related at all. That was why I placed her high because I do think She's going to surprise us. I had her low. You had her high. JP, you're right in the middle at seven. Yeah, I I find her um, mildly exciting. Um, she said it best herself. She said, uh, callada pero lindísima. Uh, I think that's the quote. Let me check my notes because I have notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah callada yeah. pero lindísima. Yeah, uh, quiet but beautiful. And she's right. I mean, she um is uh she's gorgeous she knows her talents 
She is uh, very sure of herself, despite not being the loudest um, or near to the loudest in the room. Um, the promo, I mean, it's not pretty, but she modeled it well. Um, her placement, I will defend her on the placement because she has no choice on where she is placed. That is production yeah. when they do the composite at the end. Um, <laughs> so I can, you know, um, I can blame her for that. Uh, yeah, I think that she is going to be great on many challenges. I hope that we get to hear her singing. I hope that unlike Divina de Campo, she doesn't sing the same notes that the background of the track is doing, but she actually does her own harmonies. <laughs> Divina, never. That was not oh it. Oh my God, Wait, did we not? Did we just come for my Divina de Campo? Oh, listeners, no. podcasts or auditory medium, and you do not know what Michael Block just did with oh. JP. Spoke ill of Davina DeCamp. I did not <laughs> Those I whistle did. tones are beautiful. <laughs> Even Emily K loves them. Listen, I mean, props to her mama for being able to hit those notes. But if I can't tell if you're singing or if it's the cheap meaty thing that put that they put behind her, like girl. Anyways, um, I am excited to hear her sing, and hopefully she's able to cut through the track and we I can just hope if they do have a singing challenge this year it's a better song than that last one. Oh my god let's I not even talk about that it was that bad, bad. it was that bad yeah, yeah it was remember was rancha Castilla <laughs> yeah it was bad it was really bad um I don't know. I think that's really kind of exciting when we're all so divisive on one person and we're all over the place because that means they are eliciting a opinions. So that always means it's a good a good sign for a drag artist. Um, yeah, it's going to be exciting uh, to see how she does. It's always interesting to see how someone who is uh, not of the same culture does. Uh, obviously, that if we we could say it's very similar to how Miss Theresa May was on Drag Race UK and Theresa May for uh, the crown for Drag Race Espana three. Ooh, put her on it. Um, <laughs> I love her. Um, listen, I'm telling you, I want the final lip sync songs to be "My Pussy Is Like a Peach." That's what they should all be lip syncing. <laughs> put it on there. I wrote, write it down. That's what I want. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not feeling this look at all um, because everyone else is kind of flat in their materials and she's got the flatness and then she's got that sequin that just feels so out of place. I don't get it. And then the, the floral hair and like, I, I know this is your drag aesthetic and I know you're bringing you to it, but did you wear the, the cat suit because you were told to? Hmm. Also, I'm kind of getting sissy walking vibes. <laughs> she just looks like she's a fairy type Pokemon. I love her. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I You're feel so like funny because now that you said it, I see it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she's, she's going to heal me with a super effective move. Okay. Okay. I, you know, I think that. 
there's something really weird about the design of what she's wearing. Yeah. I don't know. You know what? It, it it reminds me of why sometimes the costume designers need to input on what the queen is saying. Like this kind of just feels like someone literally took whatever she said and made it and had no input in it. Like yeah. no actual design and fashion background saying, hey, I actually think this would look better. No, they just cut and execute based on whatever little sketch or that, you know, like, I don't know, uh, which surprises me because you would think she would have a little bit more judgment. You know, she seems very yeah. stylish, so I, I don't know. But that being said, in spite of, again, neck up, fabulous. Oh my goodness. She is gorgeous. I love the hair personally. I think it's really, really freaking oh, beautiful. Yeah. She, um, mug for days. I, I love it. I, again, I'm, I'm a little torn on the look because she owns it, but I just, from a design perspective, it feels very off. Like it, it's asymmetrical, but not in a good way. I'm even a boot. Mm. I'm gonna toot it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm rethinking it. I'm like, mm. I'm leaning more towards two, but I'm in the middle. So yeah. The audience kind of the same way. Fifty six percent two, forty four percent boot. Wow. I'm excited. I want to be wrong. I love being wrong. Please prove me wrong. Also, it's gonna take me a couple weeks before I fully pronounce her right name right. But Judy. Judy J. All right. Before we continue, can you give me a, 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 a um? Can you remind me how the things are looking? Twelve to eight, seven. Sure. We have Samantha Balantinis, Jota Carejota, Marisa Prisa, Onyx, Ariel Rec, and Jorigi Derkli. That's what we got so far. Okay. Are we ready? Yes. Don't adjust your screens. This is not Drag Vulcano. This one's gonna last longer. It's drag Sethas. Did I say it right? How do we say it? How do we? How do Sethas. Okay. Um, also from the Canary Islands, which I just learned recently where exactly that is, and I was like, "That's not even close to Spain. It's in Africa." Um, the more you learn, the more you learn. Um, the name comes from Sethlands, the god of fire. Uh, her voice is much higher than imagined when she opened her mouth. It's like whoa you are definitely a mo um she's a 380 queen because math apparently didn't make it to the canary islands uh she is a dangerous queen she is a woman a man a monster an alien a bug a mag and a lifelong queer religious iconography is her signature and one drag queen got a twice with controversy in 2017 depicting the virgin mary and christ crucified she's fun jp tell me about her yeah, she's uh, really exciting to me. Um, I thought that Vulcano was done real dirty last season. Mm -hmm. um, I um, I remember watching, I know this is not a season one recap, but I'll spend a minute here because I have feelings. I remember <laughs> watching Drag Vulcano and uh, the way that she was talking about the way that she was being received and judging. I specifically remember somebody, um, no, I specifically remember her saying uh, that, uh, why are they asking me to take off my high heels when 
they're not asking anybody else to step on my own right. heels, which anyways, right. I, I think uh, drag from Las Canarias is going to be uh, vindicated this season. I'm very excited for Cetras. Uh, she brings a similar, uh, obviously a, a very similar aesthetic as Volcano being from uh, the Canary Islands. If there's one place where I want to go see drag is there. I feel yeah. like every single drag performer uh, from the Canary Islands is like 12 feet tall and, you know, 14 feet wide. And their name's not Eureka. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited to see what Cetras brings. Um, this look is amazing. I love uh, the the headpiece and, and, and the shoulders. And yeah, everything is so, so, so good. I really, I really enjoyed her. I think I have her in my finale. Yeah, you had her at number two. I have it seven, Amanda at nine. What I will say about Drive Okano is I think the show was done with her because she was not giving them anything confessional. She had an attitude and they're like, we have other contestants who are giving it. Why are we going to keep you around? So they're like, yeah. bye. Um, this bitch though, I think she's got it. She's fun. Amanda, what do you think? I think she's fierce. The only reason I put her a little on the lower side is just because I don't know if the, A, I don't know if the judges are going to get her and B, more importantly, I don't want, I, I don't know, something, something about her is because we've already kind of, I know she's different, but we've kind of already seen something like this. I'm afraid she's going to be put in a box. And I think oh. that might be her downfall. Like, that's why they're not going to let her, like, it's like, there's only so much I think these extravagant looks can take you. So maybe, again, maybe I'm judging her based on what I already know, the precedent of that Vulcano, again, which is not fair to her, but unfortunately that's my only reference. Um, so that's why I'm like, I want her to go far, but I don't know if she will. And that's what I think is going to be interesting. I think she's going to do better than Volcano simply because I think the judges have to treat her better than they did Volcano. Um, that's that's the key here. Mm -hmm. um, because there was such an outrage of how Volcano was treated. Um, I think she just has a little more personality and has a little more drag TV readiness. Um, so I'm excited. I'm, I am very excited. And you know what? I, I feel like she was like, I'm going to be on the show. I'm going to sacrifice what I do for a couple runways. It's going to be okay. We'll all get through it, but I want to make it longer. So I won't wear the boots one week. Um, I can expect that to happen. Or if she just owns it every week and the judge is like, fine, we understand it. We get it. I can see that happening too. No matter what, my question is, she's representing the Canary Islands. Will she do justice for the islands or be a one-hit wonder flop like Drag Volcano? But this look is so cool. It's it's really giving you androgyny, and I'm here for it. We love a nip. A one-hit wonder flop. That's going to be... I'm going to send that to Volcano so she can put it on a <laughs> shirt. Put it on a shirt. Oh, my God. Um, I am the colors of this, the, the, of this photo, she worked in her advantage. Yes. Absolutely. I think it's one of the best looks in this uh, group. Um, I think she was able to convey her vision and her aesthetic. Yeah. I give her a toot. 
I do too. Amanda and Wednesday, what do you think? <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, no, I think it's a toot for sure. I think this is absolutely exquisite. The mug is right. The accessories Perfect. are right. The clothes are right. Like there's nothing flawed in this look whatsoever. And Amanda, yeah, would you wear it? Me? Oh yeah, titties out, absolutely. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, yeah, th th this is what... Canary Island drag is, and I I think just the just the Meet the Queens it was, it was so much more exciting, and uh, I think she's going to bring you good TV, and she's got a lot to prove. That's exciting. The audience, seventy two percent to twenty eight percent boot. They're here uh -oh. for it. <laughs> it. It should have been higher. It should have been higher. Yeah, now that I'm looking at it, um, yeah, the nipple. Mm. Yeah, could have used a stone in the nipple. That's fair. <laughs> All right, are we ready for number five? Yeah, it is Marina. Her full their full drag name is Marina Forever, but they will be going by Marina. They are a the non-binary underground artists of Barcelona. They don't identify with any gender, and sometimes they identify with both. They are conceptual and a storyteller, but a total performer. They are not a sour, despite their great body. Uh, body yaddy yaddy is my question, though. Is Marina too cool for school to be the winner? Amanda, what do you think about Marina? And not the diamonds. No. <laughs> Love them both. Um, I thought she was really, really cool. I appreciated her attitude and sass in the Meet the Queens. Uh, then I follow her page at same thing. Like she is a boss bitch in the best way possible. Um, I love her play with gender. I, you know, and lack thereof. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. I, I had her at five exactly. And uh, I don't know. I have high hopes for her. I think, I think she will definitely entertain us. I think um sometimes when queens say like oh they weren't good at sewing sometimes they surprise us like they might sure. just hot glue something beautiful and that's absolutely fine if they fit the you know criteria of the challenge who the care who the hell cares how you made it um so i'm ready to be surprised i like her you had marina at number five jp you had her at eight yes i think uh she's gonna be I think she's going to be an early out. I didn't put her lower because I genuinely like her. <laughs> um, I She's the one that to me feels like she's going to go on episode two or three uh, despite me liking this outfit. Um, and I, I've never seen a exaggerated keyhole showcasing a tattoo yeah it's 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 pretty it's pretty great um again i i would have loved um i would love the nipple cover um that's just me um not excited about her makeup i again i loved i i loved seeing her in the meet the queens even though i don't think um yeah I don't think I don't think uh, she's gonna be in there for a long time, just based on the vibe that I got from listening to her speak. But I love this outfit. 
I love, love, love this outfit. Whoever made this outfit for her has really good taste. Yeah. I had her at number three. I'm excited because in the world today, gender is a construct. And you know what? They say, fuck it. Uh, it's giving me 80s. Very 80s. Androgyny vibes. Like, it, it, it's got this Bowie vibe to it. And I'm here for it. Um I mean, that leg, look at the leg. Come on, showcase it, baby. I'm excited. I'm excited by Marina, but I also could see Marina just fizzling out because it's not their jam. It really is going to depend on how they mesh with the rest of the cast and maybe how they do in the challenges. Um, Because like I said, I think they may be a little too cool for school. I'll give the look a toot. Toot. For sure. Love a shoulder pad moment. Love a leg moment. I, for a second, I thought she was displaying um, body hair, which I got really excited about because I was like, wow, like we really like doing stuff on Drag Race now. No. Uh, and yes, it's, I know, I know it's not, but that's still, it's still pretty cool. And we're still playing with these ideas of gender identity and, you know, breaking social constructs. And I love it, you know. Um, I don't know. I don't know if she needed any uh, bejeweling on her chest, but I I like it. I toot toot from me. Yeah, the um, I mean, she does have taste because uh, she decided to put that tattoo on her chest, and it does have the texture of body hair. If you were to not pay close attention to it, um, I'll toot it. It's a soft toot. Um, I I just love the outfit. It's just, I just, it feels so lackluster on her and it pays me to say it. Uh, uh, Because considering the styling, she literally, the only thing she has is a pair of earrings, which, you know, sometimes that's all you need, I guess. Uh, But I would have loved to see more on the styling department. I think the audience did too. They were 54% toots, 46% boot. All right, we're in our top four. Are we ready to find out who number four is? Yes. Everybody loves puppets, question mark. It's Estrella Extravaganza, 26 years old from Barcelona. Um, Estrella comes from uh, Corotar, the first drag queen she ever saw. Originally, she went for Estrella de Mar, inspired by the Little Mermaid, but dropped de Mar, as Estrella de Mar is also the name of a sexual position. She was required to have a last name on Facebook and chose the ballroom house name Extravaganza. Her biggest inspiration is divine. She says she is sweet, beautiful, which is hidden, but will come out. Now listen, sometimes drag queens and drag race come out with a promo look saying, I'm going to look terrible and you're going to judge me for it. And then week one, you're like, oh, you're really good. I think that's her. I think she did this on purpose because she is a campy queen. We all know I love a campy queen. I, I think she's she she did this stupidity for a purpose. I'm very, very excited by her. Um, she's giving me a younger poopy vibe, and I'm here for it. I just hope her runways are a little better. I had her at number four, exactly. And both of you had her at number six. Hmm. Mm-hmm. JP, what do you think about Estrella? Estrella. Estrella. There you go. Go it, for it. 
Estrella. I love uh, I love her. Um, I mean, I love puppets. I love uh, her out of the box. Uh, you know, I'm going to really bring you who I really am. I, I think that she uh, made no, uh, uh, what is it, um, compromises. I don't think she made any compromises on her promo look. Um, it was weird and cool. And I, I am not convinced she understands how a puppet works. <laughs> but it works for her. Um, yeah, I would not want to see her in the finale, but I do want to see her go a long way. I think people are going to fall in love with her, and I feel like she is going to get a lot of drag story time gigs. Yeah. Um, Amanda, would you wear planters as boots? <laughs> That's a no, isn't it? <laughs> Listen, you know, when I first saw this look, I, it was giving me Ginger Minge the second time on All Stars. <laughs> yes. The glamour toad and everyone was like, what the fuck are you wearing? Yeah. That was me. I was like, wait, what? And I'm all for camp. I just like, I guess it was too campy for my personal taste. And I was just like, huh? And then, but the Meet the Queens, she's funny as fuck. And I was yeah. like, here for that. And then I go through her Instagram page and it's, I mean, the bitch is like, the bitch is, the bitch is so much more than that look she presented for the promo look. So I'm with you. I think she's definitely doing it on purpose. I think she wanted us to talk about it and be like, wow, that's real shitty. And then all of a sudden be like, I'm here. That being said, I also think that I placed her where I placed her because I don't know I'm not sure if she will ultimately kind of adapt to the challenges. Mm -hmm. Something about her drag, her personality says she will not bend and she's always going to stay true to what she likes and who she is and not really cater or try to please the judges at all. So that's why I'm not 100% sure. Like if she will be able to fit every challenge or she's just going to be like, fuck this, this is what I brought. And whether you like it or not, here it is. Cause that's who I am. It, it goes along with my question for her, which is she is pure camp. Will she show enough range to snatch the crown? Um, it really all will depend on what kind of challenges we get this season. Uh, I really do think the worst part of Espanio last season was the challenges. They were not great. Some of them were, were, were weak and weird. But it was all about the runways. It was all about the runways on that show. All about the runways. I think yeah. if the challenges improve, we we could have a really strong season. And if it is leaning toward, you know, how Drag Race works now with a lot of acting challenges and comedy, then Estrella could do brilliant. I think Estrella's biggest challenge will be analoging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. It's gonna happen. I mean, Anna eventually warmed up to Poopy. Eventually. Eventually. Well, also, but Poopy really did. Poopy had a very similar trajectory as Jujubi had in the last yeah. uh, uh, UK versus the world. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed Poopy then. I really hope I enjoy. Um, I really hope I enjoy um, Estrella's journey this season. 
we'll see if uh, she makes it to the end or if she is cut short, if she weathers or if she blooms. Yeah. I mean, again, pulling divine is your biggest inspiration. That's a, that's that, 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 you know, your work, you know, you know who you're going after, you know, what kind of drag you're going to try to do. So I'm excited. The look though, let's dissect it. Um, <laughs> I, I got nothing. I really got nothing. I, I, it, it, it looks like middle school class play. Yeah, to me, to me, to me, she's not, to me, this is not about her look. No. It's not even as sexy and fun as uh, Nina West's uh, Audrey 2 look, like, which was camp, but had fashion. This is just like, you don't even know what her body looks like underneath there. It, there there's no shape. Amanda, would you wear this? No. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of those uh, uh, pajama onesies. Yeah. You know, that's what it, it really just was like, hey, we really need to shoot the promo look today. Oh my God, I just got out of bed. No, just come. Just come. We'll shoot yeah. that. Like, that's it. That's all. We don't need anything else. Yeah, that's kind of, I'm, I'm kind of getting that. Uh, it's a boot. Sorry, girl. It's a boot. Boot. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I want to toot it, but I can't do it in good conscience. <laughs> yeah, I, it, I, it, I, it's inventive. I feel like I'm going to toot her confidence, but I'm going to boot the look. Audience, 25% to 75% boot. Not here for it. And hey, who knows? Maybe we're wrong and maybe she's winning it all. I know. I, I, I think it's possible. Are we ready for our final three? <gasps> yeah. Now, if you haven't been paying attention, friends, none of our number ones are have been named yet, which means they're all in here. Are they the same? Are they all different? We're about to find out. Are we ready to see who we placed in third place? Yes. Go for it. I had her at number two. Amanda at eight. JP at one. It's Sharone. From Barcelona. <laughs> she is the old hat of the season. She says she can come out looking like she stepped out of Hollywood and be from an alien movie and she can live sing. JP, why is she your number one? She is going to win it. I feel like um, season two, as I said, everybody comes confident, but the most confident person is the one that's been doing this for 20 years. She knows who she is. Uh, she can talk about herself in a way that's endearing, factual, and also like, yeah, she she stood in her own horn. She knows her talent. She's been around the block. Hell, she's been around, period. Um, I'm excited. She looks, she looks like she's 20, but she's been doing drag for 20 years. Uh, I am very excited. Um, her look was quite simple in... It's okay. I love her. I had her as number one. I would love to see Sharon take it all. I would love to see her win and be in that winner's circle with Carmen Farada. My question for her is, she's got an old drag soul. Is that enough, in to, is that enough in today's contemporary climate to be the champion? Amanda, you don't think so. You had her at eight. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I do not think... I 
I'm all for experience. I think that's amazing. She clearly knows what she's doing. I mean, if you look at her Instagram, for instance, I mean, the makeup's on point. She does these really cool makeup transformations um, that surprise me. Um, she isn't seems like a very genuinely nice person as well, which I do think counts for something. Um, but at the same time, I know she's passionate and she's driven. And again, she's been around, so she knows. But I don't know. Sometimes I don't think that's enough. Um, just given your uh, the rest of the contestants, just given what the judges expect, I'm not 100% sure. And that's why I kind of put her a little lower. Um, I also was kind of gauging to just based also on the promo look as well. Like that definitely left an impression on me because I did think it was a little too simple. So if you're giving me like, you know, if you're the winner, you certainly don't look like one. I think this is a really elevated leotard. I know it's a leotard, but it's, it's, it's more than just a simple leotard that some of the other queens are wearing. I, I, I like this look. It, it, it's put together well. Um, and yeah, she looks a lot young, younger than she is. And the hair is fun. I like the hair. She yeah, is I love the hair. gorgeous. Have you seen her face? Her face is the face of a winner. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also, though, she's very, very, very feminine presenting. Very much, if you put her next to Carmen Ferrara, is that what you want number one and number two to look like? Um just something to put out there. Obviously, you go from like Lawrence Cheney and 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 the Vivian, they're <laughs> kind of different. And then you put Crystal in there, and you're like, okay, well, there's kid sister just bopping around. Um, <laughs> just just something to put out there. I don't know. It doesn't even matter. Who 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 knows? But um, I, I I'm very intrigued to see um, what she will bring. That's why she's my number two. Um, because there's just someone who I think is so much better. Ooh, but what did the audience say of uh, Sharon? Um, the look, they were 79% to 21% boot. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised that 21% of you have a wrong opinion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm, ex- I'm excited. I, I do. I mean, the, overall, this cast does skew older, um, which for someone like me, I appreciate uh, coming in my older <laughs> days. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think this is definitely going to be the maternal one of the cast and we'll see how Sorana does. Are we ready to find out who number two is? Yeah. Number one by default. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, number two, JP <laughs> at three, Ida at six, minute number one, Diamante Betty Brown. Diamante is her screen name on Grinder. Mary yes. Brown comes from the nickname Mariamo, Mari Marona, which is a nickname her friend gave her. She comes from the same drag family as Arancha Castilla-La Mancha, which made me drop her down quite a bit. Um, she says she's well-polished diamond in the rough. She's the whore of the season. She dances very well with reggaeton running through her blood. And her talent is drinking. So hashtag same. Amanda, why is she here number one? Ah, okay. Number one. It's no secret that I love Arancha Castilla-La Mancha. She yeah. like she was robbed, in my opinion. Uh, but she is just, uh, <laughs> she's just so fun. And like I don't know, the fact that they're related, I'm I'm thrilled. So I hope justice, just just for Arancha through Diamante. Number one, number now, two. Okay, yes. go ahead. Yeah, yeah, well, go I was going to say, if Arancha is Hannah Montana, what is Diamante? 
Um, oh God, I don't think I watched enough Disney to answer that question. <laughs> Zendaya, she's Zendaya. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, that works for me. All right, what was your um, number two point? I see so fire. My number What's going two on? point. <laughs> my number two. Um, she's Dominican, and that's fierce. Yes, yes, I'm about yes, that. yes. I'm about that. I like screamed when I was like, "Oh shit!" That's the little glimpse. That's an additional little taste of my, you know, my, not that I'm Dominican, but like my peoples, you know, my, my Hispanic, Latin American, like peoples, I'm all about that. So super excited to see that aspect and to have her bring her flavor. Um, and, you know, I'm all about a queen that is direct and upfront, you know, look at that. She's telling us her grinder screen name. She's saying that the other part of her name, um, I think was it, it was Maricon, right? Like, is that what she... Uh, no, it was Mary Morena. Mary Morena, which I'm assuming that it's what you were saying. It's- That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, and I was, and I'm all about that. Like that was like, okay, great. You're really upfront and direct, and then you're like, oh, I love to drink. I'm, the, I'm the drunk one from the cast. So I'm like, oh, okay, a girl after my heart. Well, my question of the season for her is she's got a bit more polish than her sis Arancha, but can Diamante become the sparkling diamond with the crown at the end? JP, is she going to wear a crown? I hope so. She needs one to cover that horrible hairline. <laughs> um, honestly, that would be the only qualm that I had from her look. Um, I love the braided uh, look and um, her face is immaculate. Uh, she had that vibrant, vibrant pink and green um, eyeshadow to match her outfit. Uh, she had lots of attitude. I really enjoy her. Um, yeah, I think she is going to make it to the end. Um, and I think that, uh, I hope not, but I see her as a lip sync assassin, especially if she dancer. Yeah, especially dancer, if they, yeah. they're already like including in her Meet the Queens that like. Um, music runs through her veins, um, mm-hmm. etc. Oh my god, your dog! <laughs> oh. oh my god, yeah. Um, anyways, uh, I won't get distracted, uh, but I will allow myself to get distracted with the beauty that is Diamante Mary Brown. Yeah, I, 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 I just have to say, she allowed someone to make that costume for her. She looks like a candy cane. Um choices i hate the look it's a boot oh no this is the promo look this is what you wear to a club and then change into what you're going to perform in and i love that i love that because that's real that's real drag that is drag i'm all about that darling this is a drag this is drag race (laughs) i mean okay if we're if i'm gonna take your statement to the letters like i can say the same about sharon i can say the same all right fair enough fair enough i hear you you know anyways i am gonna give her two amanda yeah i'm tooting i again i'm insanely biased at this point i i think i don't know i listen i'm all about a, a queen of color and a 
freaking Dominicans Absolutely. who are doing this. Like, I'm all about that. <laughs> I'm all, like, do you imagine, will that be the segue to drag race, like Latin America? Latin, like, is this, I don't know. I'm just Drag race Caribbean? It. Yeah, something. I don't know. Just Hosted like, by? <gasps> Jessica Wilde. No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. No, get it. Get it. No. Although I love her. No. This Let's is its own pod- No, this is I think I'm gonna cut this conversation because this is its own hour and a half podcast on the who would host. <laughs> um and also I think uh drag race Puerto Rico is likely more or more likely to happen. Yes, than yes, of course. Yeah, um, agree. Hosted by Alyssa Hunter. <laughs> And so I tooted, and then Amanda, did you toot it or did you boot it? No, I'm tooting. I'm tooting because I'm biased and I think she looks great. So I'm booting it. The audience, 40% toot, 60% boot. Before we move on, I will say they did her dirty in her placement in the group photo because she is front and center, yet she is She's wearing green on green. And percentage-wise, she's smaller than the rest. And if she were to be front and center, she would look larger. So they needed... Anyways, I think they did her dirty on the promo. Yeah. All right, number one. JP, you had her number four. Amanda, number three. She's my winner pick. Vandita Vondash from Madrid. Vandita is written with a V because it comes from La Veneno. And Dita is inspired by Dita Vantis. She is a glamorous bearded queen. Um, that's a chin strap. Uh, we'll discuss that momentarily. Uh, <laughs> she is fashion and cabaret. She likes to be naked and sensual. Who doesn't love that? Singing mm. her, is her weakness, which is funny because she's cabaret. But my question this season, can this chin strap bearded bitch take the crown and be the first bearded winner? I say Yes. I think it's time. It's time. I know it's facial hair, but it's a chin strap, a beard. JP, you have to tell us. <laughs> as the bearded, uh, as the bearded baby, as the bearded Latin baby from Boston, right? Um, okay, okay. So the whole point of a beard in drag is that you have to incorporate it into the way that you paint. And many people do this successfully. Many others are still attempting. And um, I know that you've heard this before, that a beard is a a contour for, uh, for a face, which is pretty much true. A beard will shape your face and will sometimes make it look wider, sometimes make... Anyways, um... She has a big advantage that uh, is a chin strap. So she's able to still do very fun and different and conceptual makeup looks because unlike me, like I have a full beard with a mustache, I can't paint anything weird other than lips around my lips because I only have space for lips. Um, So yeah, I think she can win it. Um, I have her, I, I said four, right? Yeah, um, I I I think she's gonna I think she's gonna go far. I think she is gorgeous. I don't want anybody comparing her to 
anybody, especially from cycle seven. I don't want any comparisons. <laughs> she is amazing on her own accord. And I want to give her the opportunity of coming in without that pressure of comparison. Because there are queens that do this and do this so well that it is, I think it is only fair to give her the chance without making any comparisons to any other previous winner or non-winner of any franchise. I love her. I can't wait to see what she does on the show. I mean, I had heard the photos of the guest beard. Who, where's the bearded queen? And then I was like, oh, that's not makeup. That is actually that's the beard. I, I'm I'm excited by her, Amanda. What do you think? I don't think I can say anything because JP just told me not to. Essentially, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> and 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 this is no shade to her. This is again based on just what I've seen. Again, my my knowledge of the franchise across the board. Right, I'm I'm speaking exclusively objectively about this um the reason I had her place so high is that she not because she gives me vibes from other people but I think that if those people won and succeeded and did so well I guess I see that in her too do you know what I mean like if you go through I mean not even not even the comparison of like the promo look which uh, yes we've seen this look before we've seen this vibe before from yes from plenty of people before she still looks fierce. Absolutely not going to take that away from her. But if you look at her personally outside of this franchise, I mean, she is the model. She is the one, you know, on red carpets. She is the one at Fashion Week. She is the one, like, again, if you want to, if I thought Judigi was popular, like, she is the popular queen. I think everyone in Spain knows this bitch. Like, I think everyone in France knows this bitch. I mean, just... Just go through, just scroll that Instagram. She, she is it. She is it. She yeah. is the moment and people know she's the moment. And that's why I think she's going to go extremely far. I think she will live up to her reputation 10 times over. Absolutely. I mean, this look, it, 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 she, we know what the references are and she's telling you what they are in the look as well. And again, she's playing with gender in a that's still quite beautiful i i'm obsessed i'm really excited i want her to win i want her to win She's yeah i win. want her to win too now i want to change my, <laughs> now change now you change your answer i love <laughs> sharon. i still think sharon would be a great winner but yeah after talking it out with y'all and feeling myself feel so passionately about how amazing she is yeah she's my winner too girl there's just something there's just something initially that got from Medina that that screams global superstar yeah i i, I think don't get that every season there's oh. it's the same feeling i had with envy peru it's the same feeling i had with vanessa and cartier I get a winner out of this. And it's not like the most extravagant look. It's very simple. But it works. I'm so excited. It works. I'm and excited. She looks, she looks better than a lot of the people in the promo. So I think that alone. Yeah. 
that alone has a lot going for her. I, I do wonder, having the prestige she does have, apparently, are, does she have a target on her back? Are they going to hold her at a, a higher standard? I guess we'll find out. Here's hoping she it's, delivers. It's a toot for me. It's a toot for me. It is a complete toot. T-O-O-T toot. I think you guys should be. It's, it's a shoot from both of you. Shoot and shoot. <laughs> I would, yeah. highest. It's the highest we got. 90% toot, 10% boot. There you go. That's her cast. That's her cast of 12. Going into this, I don't know if I'm ready for another drag race season. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. That's 27th. Oh my God. It comes out to our final birthday. Oh my goodness. See, it's, it's like a birthday present. Final thoughts on this cast. Amanda? Uh, I'm excited. We have a little more diversity this time around. Um, and I think that I'm excited for, to see, I'm, you know what? Again, I, I, I think ultimately I'm excited for them to prove me wrong. I'm excited for them to surprise me. From the little I know about everybody, I want to really learn and, and see what it is that they really do and what they have to offer. Um, but I'm overall excited. I mean, there's it's no secret that I really, really enjoy this franchise and I'm much more excited about this than the other franchises. I mean, Michael, you know about my feelings about everything else. I can't wait to- um, uh, You mean how Dragon Race to Under brought another racist? Whoa. Um, <laughs> listen, I just can't wait to renew, actually renew my uh, WoW subscription <laughs> for this one. <laughs> for this one, and then once it's over, shut it down it again. <laughs> Baby, final thoughts? I am very excited. Very, very excited. I am uh, really looking forward to a finale, hopefully consisting of Diamante, Cetras, Sharon, and uh, oh, I forgot her name, Venedita. <laughs> Your I, new winner, you forgot her name. <laughs> yeah, and I forgot her name already. Um, it's so hard. Um, I mean, I love larger quote unquote casts of 12, but um, I don't know about y'all. Uh, in shows like this and like Survivor, whenever I'm watching Survivor, I'm like, I can't start like registering some of the names until there's like 10 people left so you'll excuse me if yeah, I this season was survivor they give me everybody right this season was the, the first episode was so good because we only had one tribal in two hours so we got to learn about everybody that's what we'll do that podcast is out already well you can that one. um I, I i'm excited the only thing that i'm bummed about with this cast is estrella is really the only quote-unquote plus size queen it's a bunch of skinny bitches maybe that's how it is in in in, in spain wait wait um, they're all skinny uh kinda yeah Skinty, yeah uh that is european i mean european people i would say not yeah, to generalize but America. 
It's Marisa. God I, I have not it. seen Marisa's. Uh, I have not seen Marisa's body because also like her look. Yeah. Hides her <laughs> no one has. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. But justice for the Macarena. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> where can we find you both on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Let's go in alphabetical order. Amanda. Me? Oh, I'm. I'm around. Uh, <laughs> uh, you guys can follow me and just see random stories and actually just me promoting other artists because that's really what I love to do at this point um, at amanda.massacre on Instagram. Um, and if you do want to tip me and or support my dog Wednesday, it's at Amanda Massacre Drag on Venmo. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I always tell you guys to stay tuned. I don't know. We'll see whatever happens. I don't know. And, and if you have a dog and you want to buy treats for said dog. That's right. That see, this is where, oh, wonderful plugin. Yes. You can find me at Metallopause on Instagram. And um, yeah, I make a uh, healthy, natural human grade dog treats. And uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm I can vouch for it. My dog, my dogs loved it. Thank you. And that means the world to me. I, I'm trying to plan something actually for Pride in conjunction with Metallopause, but that's way much further down the line. And Wednesday says, stay tuned. <laughs> and JP, where can we find you? Yes, you can find me on all social media, including Venmo at Drag Queen JP. So I'm a drag queen and my name is JP, Drag Queen JP. And uh, my cash up is the only one that's different because I fucked up. Woo! <laughs> I'm not fucking cursing here. Uh, my cash up is dollar sign JP Drag Queen. And I am uh, in Boston, Massachusetts. So if you are local to Boston, you can catch me March 26th for my birthday at Laugh Boston with uh, Henry Paquin Presents Brunch. Very, very good time. It's going to be me and Amanda Playwith and Charisma and Chris Knievel. Uh, it's going to be really fun. Uh, tickets are out. You can go find them right now. And just very quickly, very exciting things coming in the future. I have a show called Full Spin. where yeah. we go- Yes, we love Full Spin. Um, love Full Spin. Created and curated by Magenta with a J, and I am the yeah, associate. Yeah, it's Magenta with a J. Yay. We love Magenta. Um, really, she's put, she's, this, this has been her full-time job for the past two years. This is our two-year anniversary. We're doing two albums. We're doing uh, FK Twigs Magdalene and Bjork Homogenic, and this is going to be at the Crystal Ballroom, April 24th, 8 p.m., Tickets at fullspindrag.com. And if you will indulge me one more plug, because this is the big, big, big one. Um, Coming this Pride to Boston, Massachusetts, we have Gay Bashed is going to be at the brand new Roadrunner. It is Friday, June 10th, and it is hosted by Detox. And we have yeah. headliners Cupcake and Slater. Yeah. These oh are God. your prizes. I know, right? Um, and then we have a, a whole cast of local performers and uh, beyond. We have Sigourney Beavers, uh, Saint, Neon Calypso, Violencia Exclamation Point. Um, and wow, the print is so small, I cannot read it. Um, <laughs> 
I want to shout out Static, who puts the show together, and DJ Mateka and the rest of the folks at Gay Bashed. Um, really, really amazing. Uh, these are your plans for Pride if you're in Boston. And wow, thank you so much for this. Is like the biggest party. Um, the big, yeah, I'm so excited to be the stage manager at this party. So I'm so excited to put it together. So that's can, I, can I just say, JP, the contribution you have had to digital drag and just drag in Boston, even though I've never experienced it, but from what I know, is phenomenal. And you're wearing an irregular girl shirt, are you? Ah, yeah. oh, oh, you're after my heart. No, but seriously, I mean, I, I always praise you on Twitter. I mean, you already know how I feel about you. You already know how I feel about Magenta. But audience, I have to say, like, JP just plugged full screen drag. I mean, I'm not in Boston. Unfortunately, I can't go to Boston for that show. But you want to know the amazing thing? We can catch it live on Twitch online, which is worldwide. You can watch it anytime, no problem. And it is probably the only show or one of the only shows I know from the digital drag space that has continued on a digital drag space, all because of the hard work Magenta and JP and others have put into it. And all I can say is NYC take notes. But I, I just honestly, I'm honestly, honestly, though, I... I cannot begin to say the impact that show has had on so many performers and you guys are still going at it. And it's something as simple as literally Magenta says this all the time. Like, Oh, don't thank me. I'm literally just recording. Like I'm literally recording it and putting it online. And it's as simple as that, but the difference you guys have made to so many people who just can't make it out to a show or me again, who can't slap from New York city to Boston. The community is hard sometimes, you know? Surreal, so though. No, but it's surreal. <laughs> and, it's, and it's a phenomenal show, so well-produced. You guys really curate it. I mean, I'm biased because I've been a part of the full-screen family, and I'm so thankful for it. But I, it just, I can't. I, I really, everybody has to go check it out. You really, it's a free show online. Like, you have no excuse. Thank you really you. don't. Thank you. We air it every time. Um, and if you would like to watch all of them, there's been 30 full spins, 25 were digital only. We've done five in person. All of them are available today, right now at the Patreon, patreon.com slash drag. And your contributions go directly to making the show happen. Uh, paying the videographer, Beren. Beren is an amazing videographer that makes it happen. Uh, just giving a shout out. And I want to thank you so much for having both of us on the show. And yes. giving us the platform. Like, I really do appreciate. I yes. had so much fun. I love telling people about the, you know, the opinions I have. So thank you for sharing the microphone with me. Um, I really, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Of course. This is, this is what I love to do. I love sharing my opinion. But if I'm going to share an opinion, other people have to do it too. So I'm not as selfish. So thank you for being here. Welcome <laughs> to the Block Talk us. family. I'm sure you will be back again soon. I mean, I think this is a 10-episode season. So there's a lot of things, lots to recap. A uh, lot to recap. Listeners, my, I, I'm vowing again uh, to have all the recappers for Drag Race Espanya 2 to be uh, Spanish speakers. So let's make it happen. Thank you both for being here. And until next time. Bye-bye. Adios.
Thank y'all for listening. Bye. Mwah. The biggest thanks to Amanda and JP for coming on. Subscribe at Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.